The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to this week's episode of The Ash Holes, broadcast live from the Serena Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It is time to kick back and light up as we turn this Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. We are always entertaining, generally unscripted, and totally unfiltered. You can stream and download us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean, and of course, at theashholes.net. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. Oliver's gone in the mm-hmm. Dominican Republic. He's missing the snowstorm that we've been having today. Every time he goes someplace warm, we get hit. Yeah, it's, it's I unreal. I think when he was in Vegas, it was freezing yeah, below zero, true. and yep. now we're getting snowed. I don't know yeah. what that is, but I don't like it. Stu is off today, so it is just... Aaron and myself, we're glad you're watching or listening with us. Today, we are smoking the 22 North by 83 West Sublime by United Cigars. And that's uh, an interesting name for the cigar, 22 North, 83 West. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine what it would be talking about. <laughs> it's latitude and longitude, It's the latitude and longitude where you would find the uh, Hacienda El uh, Corojo plantation that existed between uh, 1930 and 1990. It arguably grew some of the best tobacco in the world. It doesn't exist anymore because of uh, disease and So you make that claim and nobody can argue. Nobody can argue with you. Uh, But the seeds that it grew and used are still around, and that is what we are are getting into today. Uh, This cigar is made by uh, Jesus Fuego. And his tobacco and his uh, tobacco factory in Honduras, and uh, it is a Brazilian Corojo wrapper, uh, Costa Rican binder, and the filler is has tobacco in it from Nicaragua, Brazil, the Dominican Republic, and Honduras. It's a six by fifty. It's the Sublime, and it is a really really nice cigar. Mm. Um, you know, just this nice kind of flat, oily sheen to it. Yep. You know, very, beautiful, smooth, very wrapper. firmly packed, very firmly packed. Yeah, yeah. But a great draw. Yep. I'm getting a great draw from it. Yeah. Getting a nice like a honey and spice mm. flavor right off the bat. Yeah. You know, in the in the dry draw there, I was picking up uh, some cedar, some spice and even some some orange. Orange. OK. Like the, the pith or the. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The pith of the that orange. Sense, yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, just lit right up and everything. It's got a great burn so far. And. Um, I need to actually take a few puffs before I Oh, so you want me to else. say something? Yeah, say something. Yeah, I mean, this, is, this was a go-to for me for a while. It's been out for, I don't even know how long, but I used to smoke them on the regular, and it's, I mean, the construction, it holds up to even the wind, and so I was able to, you know, it's one I would go to if I was going to be working outside, wanted something really flavorful that I can, you know, you don't have to pay too much attention to it, but mm-hmm. to still enjoy it, so, you know, it's not all these little subtle flavors. It's got some some kick to it. Yeah, yeah, it's got some spice to the retro there, some pepper in the retro. I'm picking up some nice nutty flavors in there. Yeah. And some good stuff. Good stuff. So what have you been up to the last uh, week or so? 
Avoiding work. No. <laughs> Avoiding work. Well, not really. I mean, it's I work in a school, and so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> having Monday off, and now today we had today off. You had today this, off. Yep. The snow, and last week was just a mess. Yeah. To begin with. Yep. Yeah. So. My kids were up all almost all night. They kept coming into the room. Have you heard yet? Have you heard yet? Are we having school? Mm. They were praying to the gods that school would be canceled and. The gods finally answered at five thirty-five like this their morning. PJs on, inside out, and things like that. All these kids have these. Yeah, and you, know, you know what was you know what was funny it was you know I figured after they finally heard that there was no school, they'd go back to bed, they'd go to sleep. And they're so no, excited no, about they it. They were so pumped <laughs> that they got that they got up and started doing a whole bunch of stuff. So um, my wife actually got the day off as well. Um, the people she works for didn't want her driving in the snow, so That's I'm the only good. guy working in the house today. Yeah. I mean, it's really, it's not that bad out there right no, now. No, it's not that if bad. If you were out there when it was still snowing, it probably would have been pretty slick. But. I mean, honestly, compared to last week and the week before, yeah. we were in a 30-degree warm yeah, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's actually above freezing, you know, depending on what time of day here. Yeah, I don't even feel like I need my jacket. Nice wet snow. I'll, I'll take the wet snow over the fluffy stuff that just blows in your face. Anyway, mm-hmm. you know? mm-hmm. yeah, at least you can play in it, Yeah, you know, and do stuff. The kids I mean, and this is there. the kind, like, if you're out with a snowblower, you can actually smoke a cigar while you're doing it because it's not just, you know, blowing, blowing back into your face. Yeah. Not that I would. Have you ever done that? Have you ever smoked a cigar while you snowblowed? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, that's that's something I I wouldn't have. I wouldn't smoke anything expensive. But, but no. if you have something that's you've been kicking around your humidor for a while, they're like, yeah, yeah, light it up. I mean, <laughs> you'll have a few burn issues just depending on, on what the conditions are outside. Mm. But it's usually not too bad. I mean, because you're just you know pushing away. I wouldn't. Sh- I don't think you could shovel <laughs> with a cigar. No, no. But a snowblower, no problem. I'm thinking this cigar right now is is riding that line between mild and medium. Hmm. So, you know. Medium, I'm going to say, but it's a, on the very low end of that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, not a, not a whole lot of strength to it. It's got no, plenty of flavor. L- yeah, lots of flavor. I'm picking up some nice wood notes, you know, a little bit of leather. Um, but the, the, that nutty flavor is the thing that keeps coming back to my mind. Mm. It'd be a good introduction. For somebody who smokes mild cigars, mm-hmm. introduce them to a more full-flavored realm. You know, so it's... It, They'll get the the experience on their their palate, but they won't get knocked on their butt. So, and good price point to yeah, enter very into that. very good, very good price point on this. I'm gonna say this is like a cashew kind of a nut. What would you say? I don't know if I'd go cashew. What would you go? Surely cashew I've, serious. I've been pulling a lot of nuttiness out of it, so I'm focusing more on the spice. You're focusing and the sweetness. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's. I mean, those are the things I enjoy. It's definitely got a sweet nutty finish. You know that that reminds me of cashews. Um, but you know, to each their own. There. Yeah, it reminds me more of like the peanut shells. Peanut shells. Yeah. Peanut because shells. Because it's not like a, it's not super nutty to me. It's N- no. Yeah. I'm maybe. really getting that. I'm really getting this nutty finish. Hmm. I don't get peanut shells at all. Well, try chewing some. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, do you, when you eat peanuts, do you eat the entire thing? Yeah. Oh, no. 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 I, I mean, I'm not a huge peanut fan to begin with. But All right. So I know if you're not t- always it, gnawing it, on peanut shells, how do you eat? Yeah, have, where do you you've never like, bitten on one to open it up? You've ever have one that's being a I've little stubborn? That. I've, I've eaten yeah. the whole shell before. Yeah. And, I mean, there's a certain restaurant where there's peanuts everywhere, and they get thrown mm-hmm. all over the place. So they're yep. in your food. They're in your yep. beer. They're <laughs> <laughs> I can't be trusted with my friends and peanut shells. So, <laughs> so you, you'll learn what they taste like. Mm. So let's go right to the top five. All right. All right. 
Some good stuff here to talk about. Today's top five brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavored blue label. Siri Five Five has it all. Five and five equals a perfect ten, and that's what you get every time with Five Five Cigars. Here is today's top five list. All right. Today's top five list is going to be more kind of fun and interesting. It's well, that's uh, based on information <laughs> in the, from uh, National Geographic, and it is the top five animals with the longest lifespan. Mayflies, no. Uh, <laughs> You'd think. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take a whack at a couple of these. Uh, well, okay. I, I'm sure whether the Galapagos tortoise is probably on that list because I know they live very long. Uh, they are on that list. Okay. They are on that list. Um how about a Greenland shark? No. Oh, really? Because that's surprising because uh, there's reports that they may, well, I guess it's probably not confirmed yet, but they, they think they may live up to 400 years old. Oh, really? Yeah. And then there's also this mollusk, it's, it's either a clam or an oyster or something like that that they found recently, which they said it was like a thousand years. It was something ridiculously long. They said it was the longest, oldest creature in, in existence. There is a mollusk on okay, this list. Okay, so that might be the one I'm thinking of. There is a mollusk on this list. Uh, number five. Number five is the sea anemone. Interesting. I didn't. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that. There one. are more than a thousand different species yeah. of sea anemones, and uh, um, they run the spectrum of of colors and can be, you know, as small as half an inch or as large as six feet across. But a sea anemone uh, lasts uh, eighty years. Wow, that's They've impressive. got an eighty-year lifespan. Man. That's pretty impressive. Okay. Number That's four. Small Number four on the list, I had no idea. Number four is the killer whale. Killer whale. Yeah. <laughs> you know why you had no idea? Because of SeaWorld. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, they live to be like 35. No, no, they live a lot longer. They like, live a lot like, longer than that. Like a healthy human health span, lifespan. You the, guys are just monsters. <laughs> <laughs> the killer whale's lifespan is uh, uh, better than 100 years. Mm. 100 plus, 100 plus years. And uh, although it's called a, a whale, the killer whale is actually a member of the dolphin family, and it's the largest dolphin. Wow. Well, okay. I would think so. After, and, with that uh, information, you'd have to be the yeah, largest. Yeah. Male killer whales can reach up to uh, 27 feet long and weigh 12,000 pounds. Okay. That was cool. <laughs> oh, my. Yes. yes. <laughs> and uh, they've got a huge brain. The brain is five times larger than a human being's. Yeah, well, why'd they get caught? No. Yeah. <laughs> Big brains aren't Big everything, brains. Aren't apparently. Yes, yeah. yes. Number three. Number three is the giant tortoise. Okay. There okay. We go. And uh, Galapagos is one of the uh, places mm-hmm. where, you can, where you can find that. They, <laughs> they, they move at the rate of Point sixteen miles an hour. That is their point sixteen. Point sixteen miles an hour. hour. <laughs> and they can they're grow they keep growing you can measure for that the feet an hour. You know you know how like you know adults you know you, you know, people we we grow until we're you know eighteen nineteen mm-hmm. something like that. They're they grow until they're about forty years old, and then they Late just boomers. keep living, and uh, they live to be a hundred fifty years or more. Okay. 150 years on average. I mean, if you got that much time, I'd move slow too. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, the number two is the uh, uh, quahog clam. Okay. Cool. Okay. And um, 
This is an interesting thing. Paul Butler and James um, Scores during a data collection cruise in uh, the Icelandic coastal waters in 2006 reported to be, they found one reported to be more than 400 years okay, old. Okay. So there's your, there's your thing. Yeah. Put this in perspective. This clam lived in the time of Shakespeare. <laughs> 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 That's just amazing. Clams just live forever. Yeah, well, in the cold water, too. It's, yeah. you know, it's half embalmed or whatever. It's amazing <laughs> that we know how long that they, they can live or that they even live hundreds of years, given it how, at the rate we eat them here in uh, New England. Yeah. You know, I'd question how are they measuring how they're living this long. I mean, I guess it's, there could be some genetic factors that you can research. But 400 years, that's... That's a pretty long life. Pretty span. long time, yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty long time. And number one, the oldest living animal, the animal with the longest lifespan is the Turtopus dorni. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's called the. It's called. It's a technical name for the immortal jellyfish. Oh, the immortal okay. jellyfish. Okay, and. The reason it is the basically this animal can technically live forever. Okay. Okay. When whenever it gets uh, into a place where there's not a whole lot of food, mm-hmm. or it's the the waters are changing, getting cold, or whatever, it can actually genetically alter its cells and become young again. Hmm. So it can actually go from being old to being very young and start the process all over again. And it can do that over and over and over again. Surely you can't be serious. Technically, it can live forever. I don't know. I find that questionable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm no marine biologist. The process is, is uh, known as trans, uh, transdifferentiation, in which one type of cell transforms into another. The jellyfish can repeat this process over and over again into infinity, although likely only as an emergency measure, it says in parentheses here. When starvation, physical damage, or other crises arise, instead of certain death, it transforms all its existing cells into their younger state. I mean, it sounds more like a asexual reproduction, you know, where it's... Except it doesn't re- reproduce. It just, it just becomes a younger version of itself. Well, I mean, that's essentially what asexual reproduction is. It's just producing a younger cell version of itself using the same genetic material. So, I don't know. Yeah, well, that was, that was a... I was expecting that, a little more of a climactic response to that. You, you seem nonplussed. Uh, yeah, I, I find it, the definition yeah, of exactly. long life to be dubious in that one. <laughs> 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 so can that qualify? I don't know. Are we finished? Yeah, I think we're finished. I think we're finished with that. Um, continuing impressions of the sublime here. You know, just um, I'm going to say it's a solid medium at this point. Uh, nuts, leather, some spice, little hints of that orange zest. Yeah, it's got some woodiness to some it. Some woodiness to it. Are you picking up anything different? Yeah, I mean, well, you went through the whole spectrum here. <laughs> but yeah, still got that, that spice that's kind of just mm-hmm. lingers on the tongue, uh, like a medium finish, uh, just enjoyable. The, the sweetness is dying down. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, it's more of a, a woody finish now on the yep. tongue. Um, still got some of that spice in the uh, retro there. Um, kind of like little hints of orange, lots of pepper, but not in a in your face kind of way. Mm-hmm. Not like a La Florida Dominicana where you would 
you know, your sinuses would be screaming if you were retroing that. Yeah, it's a fairly smooth retro, too. Yeah, it's a very smooth cigar. Mm. Um, and the burn is just great. And just this, I have this real nice, even burn. Uh, it's a whiter ash to the cigar. And um, just very, very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Easy to smoke. Yeah. yeah. And it's producing lots of smoke. Yeah. And like I said, it holds up well in mm. strange conditions. You know, if it's windy out or, you know, even a little bit of rain. I've, I've, these have held up for me. Um, so it's a solid cigar. Great for if you don't know what you're going to be doing throughout the day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't know what conditions you're going to face. You know, I would, I would probably bring this out in certain conditions, snowblowing. But <laughs> certain conditions. Well, you if it's not if, if it's not actively snowing or if, if it's not the the wispy stuff that just blows in your face, okay. then I'd probably smoke this and okay. still enjoy it. I still can't get over that. I I could not be smoking a cigar and snow blowing at the same time. I'd be that's just not my you just, thing. You just gotta have three arms and. <laughs> <you're okay. laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So, my daughter Anna was complaining yesterday about her driver that takes her to school. She doesn't go on a bus. She goes to a a school that's out of the school system Mm -hmm. and they, you know, hire a taxi to take her to the school she needs to go to. And she's not getting along with the driver. Driver's doing some things that really annoy her, some of which I think she has a right to be annoyed about. Other (laughs) things I think it's just Anna (laughs) who's, you know, got her, her own issues. But, um, one of the things that was funny when she said to me, she said, you know, I just don't understand it. Why does the school system hire the town taxi to take me there? Why can't they just give me my limo back? <laughs> and, and I just started laughing. Now, last year, because of some quirky thing, it was actually cheaper, the school said, to hire a limousine service to take her to the school than it was to do the local taxi or to direct a school bus to, to pick her up. So every day she was getting picked up in like a Lincoln Town car, mm-hmm. an Escalade, you know, a uh, Mercedes so or I, something. I can see why she would not be as and, and <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so her comment is, you know, after this, why can't I have my limo back? It can't be as expensive as this cab. And I just started laughing. <laughs> but it was, it was like they don't they don't know. They don't understand. That's you know what? You know, in, and when that was going on for the year and a half that it was, I mean, she had no idea. She's getting into a hundred thousand dollar car, you know, all leathered out and everything. Mm-hmm. Drivers, you know, they're all in the tux. They're all they're, they're yeah. very professional. They treated her like you know, they treated her very well. Um, but I just thought that was really hilarious. <laughs> that is yeah. really hilarious. <laughs> so, um, a little bit of a random, random Dan fact there. Yeah, well, without Oliver, we've got the time. So. We've got the time to talk <laughs> since he's not here to talk. Yeah. Um, this is a uh, great medium body cigar here. Um, and that was uh, it's all been Corojo? Out, it's, yes. It's, so it's, it's Corojo from every different region, basically. Right, right, from those five different... It's a five-country blend. And, you know, I, I was excited the, these came back. They've been out of stock for a long time. And, you know, recently just came back in and in kind of force hmm. and was really glad. I've had several of these since they came back in. Was really excited to do this on the show. Just really great cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we got for what's the, the latest update with the social media stuff? Well, we're back on again. As okay. always, it's always off and on, off and on. I'm thinking it's because it's owned by Facebook. Mm-hmm. And Facebook has been not really friendly to cigar smokers or no. any kind of, you know, activity that's not 
in their little box. Yeah. So, uh, but it, it's back up again, so we can actually see our recent posts, what people are, are sharing, things like that. Uh, so we have a highlight this week, and mm. it's My Cigar Journals. This is... Uh, gentleman named thomas who shares what he's smoking uh it's you know that these insane stage shots mm-hmm. it's uh, a great variety of cigars uh it's got good taste which is always appreciated and like <laughs> i don't know about you but when i'm you know scrolling through instagram you know i like to see it's like a nice shot is is okay to see but i like to see some inspiration for oh what am i going to smoke today right yeah so Great, uh, you know, person to follow for that because he's always got a nice variety. So I don't know if he's even shared the same thing twice, which is cool. Mm. Um, but check him out. It's My Cigar Journal, one word. Uh, give him a follow. That's awesome. I follow him. He's a great guy. Yeah. Lots of great pics. Have you ever done that? Have you ever seen a picture of a cigar, you know, on Instagram or, or social media and said, oh, I got to get one of those? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's like I see one. I was like, man, I haven't had one of those in a while. I'm going to go grab it now. So. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the last one that happened with? Uh, do, you, do you remember? Actually, you, you posted this afternoon the shell. And, yes. And I was like, oh, and it's more of a summer smoke for me, just the mm-hmm. flavor profile. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's a go-to for me. And I was like, man, I haven't had one of those in a while because it's been so cold out and just, right. I don't know, my it affects how I, you know, what I'm craving, I guess. Yeah, that was uh, that was my first one. Oh, yeah. That was it. my first one, and I, I really enjoyed it. It yeah. was nice. Oh, yeah. It was smooth, creamy. Um, some, you know, there was a nice amount of pepper, you know, in the retro, but it wasn't, you know, overly so. Mm-hmm. Uh, more mild cigar. Yep. Um, what do you like about it? I mean, it's 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 got this nice spice to it mm-hmm. uh, with the kind of like a light wood Mm. You know, flavor, but it is it is more on the mild side, flavor wise. But it's so it's a mild side. But it does have a little bit of a uh, nicotine kick. Yeah, you get especially if you get like this the sixty inch ring gauge. Mm-hmm. That'll surprise you. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Think you're By the end of nice, the cigar, I had the you yeah. know you, I could really feel it. Yeah, and I was a little surprised because yeah, it, it is a lighter cigar. Yep, and, and it's like I normally go with the six by forty six. But I you know I switched to the sixty one time, and I was feeling a little. Dizzy. <laughs> it's like, what is going on here? But it's, you know, I think it's Nicaraguan, right? It's mm-hmm. uh, uh, Christian Roa. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's CLE. That's right. Yep, 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 CLE. And, um, you know, I've had the same thing happen. Um, and, and you know, something else is, is that uh, seeing pictures of cigars, you know, reminds me of things that I haven't tried yet mm. that I really want to that I really want to look up. Yeah, it's like when the hype dies down on cigars, it's, you kind of like forget about it because there's so many options. Mm-hmm. It's like it's nice to have, you know, people that are out there actually smoking these things and it's not just like a PR, you know, right. push uh, to just kind of remind you, oh, yeah, this came out a while ago. I never tried it. Mm-hmm. Or I enjoyed it and I haven't gone back for whatever reason. Yeah. There's so many reasons to, to not go back to a cigar. Primarily, it's like, well, you're distracted because there's so many other things out there. Mm-hmm. It's tough to keep a, a solid rotation. Yeah. I, you know, last week I saw um, a couple of pictures posted about uh, LFD's new uh, Level Cata yes. cigar. Yes. And, and, you know, I had, you know, uh, the, the Seabrook um, location of two guys where I work where currently out of them and and so i was thinking and so i came to salem today and uh, there they were mm-hmm. and that would i went right to it because 
you know, I'd had that reminder a couple of times. So that's, yeah, it's true. You can really be influenced by these pictures, mm. what to smoke. That's a good, good point there. It'd be nice when that finally gets more of a wide release. Too. Yeah, the, the, yeah. And you're totally, out. you're totally right, too, about Facebook kind of controlling things. You know, one of the things that happens, you know, especially now with Instagram and some of these other things is that Facebook will say, do you want to boost this post? You know, and, and you know, a couple of times I've actually you know, thought about going ahead and doing that mm -hmm. and I'll put the thing together and then it will tell me that I can't do it like, nope. because, because it's, they don't want to be promoting we'll cigars. Keep your money, but no. <laughs> they don't want to, they don't want to promote cigar smoking, hmm. which is ridiculous. They, they say they're not against groups of people who want to share their experience with cigars, yeah, but they do not want to have group. anything to do with the purchasing or selling of cigars. So that I, but they automate this message, apparently, that says, this post is doing really well. We're going to give you a credit so you can do this for free for this amount of time. And I'll say, okay, well, maybe I'll try it and see, see what kind of difference this makes. And then you go through the whole process of creating the boosted post, only to be told, you can't do it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't meet our advert. And I've been so frustrated that they would you know, target you like that. Mm -hmm. And yet with everything that Facebook knows and does and has control of all their information, they can't filter out the, the offers to people who they are not going to do well, anyway. Here's the thing. They do. The, they do filter out. So it's like you'll get ads that are, are whatever you've been searching on Google mm -hmm. or whatever. they And you can have a, an ad stop showing up. So it's like you have control over what ads you see in a, in a way. So right. once you see it once, if you're like, no, I have no interest in this thing, you just click on the button, say That's hide true. it, and give a reason why, and it doesn't show up again. So but, it's like so all these people that are they don't want to expose to cigars, it's like, well, if they don't like them they just stop following it but you know? why offer a credit in order to boost a post mm -hmm. that they will never boost because it does not meet their advertising requirements i.e it promotes the use of tobacco but mm -hmm. well, well, it's 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 all infuriating and it's ridiculous yeah it's infuriating even the ads it's like i i, I hide pretty much every ad that pops up mm -hmm. because and if it's one that's like oh maybe someday i'd be interested in whatever it's selling or, or just it does if the ad just doesn't bother me i'll leave it just so that there's something that's not going to be replaced with something else that i hate but i can't <laughs> there's so many that i block it just drives me nuts that's crazy it's crazy so i have this love-hate relationship with instagram and facebook when it comes to cigars i love the fact that you can you know beat that 140 character you know, yep. list with, with things, but it is frustrating in so many ways. Uh, anyway, uh, we're going to go to our first break. Actually, it's our only break. And uh, <laughs> when we come back, we're going to announce the Ash Hall of the Week. We're going to give our continuing thoughts on the 22 North by 83 West Sublime by United Cigars. Hang on in there. We'll be right back.
a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serino. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at TwoGuysCigars.com. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly-tailed head, and value, value, value. There is a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what should you expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into a sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take the journey. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's Lagiana Havana. Oh, yeah. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head to head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. 
Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then, into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Ash Holes. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, virtually anywhere. You can download a podcast. There we are. You can follow us also on Twitter at the Ash Holes and on Instagram at Ash Holes Radio. Today, we've been smoking the 22 North by 83 West mm-hmm. Sublime. It's a 6 by 50 cigar by um, Jesus Fuego, and it's... Uh, uh, put out by United Cigars, and this has just been a, a very, very pleasant medium smoke. Mm, yeah. And uh, getting a little bit of the sweetness is kind of picking up again. It's still hanging in there. You yeah. Know, it's, it's like a honey sweetness, but it's it's not like overpowering. It's just just kind of in the background with all the spice and the wood. And, yeah. It's definitely, you know. the, the sweetness is definitely there. For me, for me, that nuttiness that I was getting the first half, that's pretty much faded out into the background mm. uh the pepper also has kind of started to fade mm. on the retro and and in the uh, uh finish the let mm. i'm picking up leather um that wood component yep. is uh is uh ramping up and it's kind of a creamy cedar kind of a yeah i was just gonna getting. i was just tasting this creaminess where yeah it's, it's like a rich creaminess yeah and that that was not there really in the first half no. of the cigar that creaminess is kind of building up now and it is just uh, so that change up is really nice mm. halfway through the cigar um we are going to do the ash hole of the week oh boy all right and uh some of you know this story if you've been paying attention to the news at all. Oh, there's there's, there's even, so many options right e- now. Even, yeah, there's <laughs> so, so many, many options. This was oh. actually not my original option, but once once it happened, it, it kind of had to be. It all had right. to be there, okay? So on Saturday at 8 a.m. Hawaii time, okay, the emergency management agency uh, had just completed a shift change and among its duties that day was to initiate an internal test of the emergency missile warning system you know we have north korea they've been talking about yep. missiles and everything and so this is something yep. that they have reinitiated it's become kind of a regular thing mm-hmm. over there okay and the guy who was on duty is sitting there at the computer it's time to do this and the way it works is you you know he moved his mouse let's do the thing and this drop down list comes up and two of the choices of this drop down list to send out alerts are missile alert and missile alert test and he clicked his mouse on the wrong one. I can't how many, imagine how, how many, that could have happened. Now, how many times have we, have we done that? You know, you click on the wrong thing, you have to go back. But he did this. And then, you know, this, what was, what was their, this was the extent of their, 
their safety system was a window came up saying, are you sure you really want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> and he clicked, yes, I really want to do this. And I'm sure that... Which I'm sure I'm, is the same window that popped that up when pops, they're testing it. Yes, I'm sure it's exactly <laughs> sure the same. I'm this? sure it's exactly the same oh thing. And so he kind of mindlessly did this. And all of a sudden phones, you know, blow up all over the place saying a, a nuclear missile has been launched towards Hawaii. Seek shelter immediately. And um, it was it, it just caused a little alarm. It, yeah, imagine. it caused a lot of panic. You know, it, 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 it caused some panic there. And, uh, you know, as you know, our, our friend uh, Michelle Stiles, she lives in Hawaii. She's actually in Orlando right now. She was not there for this. Um, but the rest of her family was. I, I would kind of like to know what, what happened with that, um, with uh, uh, her son, Joseph, and, and her wife, Sarah. And this was in, on, in Maui, right? Um, was, it, was it centralized I'm, to Maui? Or I don't it? know what part of Hawaii. Okay. It just says I, Hawaii. I, 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 so. I know I've seen people posted about Maui, but I'm mm -hmm. not sure if it was the other islands as well. Okay. So at 8.05, this, this uh, uh, thing goes up that says ballistic missile threat inbound Hawaii seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. And so people are saying <laughs> goodbye to their loved ones. You know, they're all of a sudden thinking this is the end of the world, at least for them. And, uh, what, what really, uh, is amazing to me is, you know, uh, reading these stories, it literally took minutes for this to be fact checked mm -hmm. and for them to realize that a mistake had been made. But it took them 38 minutes to decide how to write a take back. <laughs> I, I don't know if that was what, what took so long. I mean, I think the uh, programmers to the one to blame on this because, I mean, who puts a missile test or, or the test and the, right. the actual on a drop down next to each other? I mean, that's. Big well, problem yeah, there. That, I mean, that's a, that's a big well, problem. But if they didn't have a system, if, if it's not programmed in to send out this mass text to everybody to say, oh, sorry, to, to give a, a customized message, then it's going to take them 38 minutes at least to be able to retract that. Because if it's not there already, they had to make it up. Well, my my understanding, you know, reading reading the uh, the stories they had to work with FEMA to decide on the language. Yeah, how do we... Decide on the language that would be used in the retraction. And I'm thinking, how hard is it to be? <laughs> False alert. Please ignore the, the previous thing was a mistake. It, it should not take 20 or 30 minutes to figure that out. Yeah, and it's FEMA, so it's a federal... Yeah. The federal yeah. doing anything quick. And, you know, it was, you know, but since it took almost 40 minutes, the better part of an hour, in order to undo the mistake. I'm calling not the guy who pressed the wrong button, although you messed that's, up. that's pretty bad. But you know what? If the that's system is, bad. if it was programmed that way, it's not. But because system. it took them almost an hour to correct the mistake and let people know that they were not going to die, I'm nominating uh, the Hawaii Emergency Management Agency as the Asheville of the Week. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll kind, I'm, I'm not fully on board with that, but and I'm wondering if they took some data on how long it took people to clear the streets. Mm -hmm. So let's let's test people's response time while we have this mistake, <laughs> so we know if it's actually effective. <laughs> it's like if people aren't moving, bring back the air horns. You know, it's like, that'll get you moving. You hear the sirens oh going, you're getting off the road. So I th I thought it was funny though. That, that, you know, they obviously they had no. There, there was nothing in place to make a retraction. It never occurred to them that something like this. Yeah. And, and maybe, you know, you're thinking, 
you know, if, if you're doing this, you, you're, you want people there who are going to be anal about, yeah, you know, it, doing it, the these, right these thing. These people are the planners. They're planning right. for the worst. <laughs> so, right. hey, the worst happened for them. They weren't planning for that. So, like, oh, no, we're not going to make the mistake. It's just other things from the outside world. But mm. I think the real ash of the week are the people that are eating the Tide Pods. Are the what? Tide Pods. There's a, there's a Tide Pod challenge out there. People, kids biting into these laundry detergent packs uh-huh. and poisoning themselves, essentially. I mean, Ugh. I don't think it's anything seriously, any major instances. But people are eating laundry detergent as a, as a challenge. Get in my belly! That- they say, it looks like candy. And kids, you know, young children will accidentally ingest it. Okay. But teenagers are doing this as a challenge to each other. That is disgusting. That is, those are the real assholes of the week. It's like, you're an idiot. Like, <laughs> it looks like candy. Let's, let's eat it as a joke. No, it's poison. <laughs> I... I, I I can't respond to that. I can't. I don't. I don't really have anything. To, uh, why you would bite into one of those laundry, which is concentrated chemical, yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's you it's, know, it's bad enough if you chug a you know a cup of that stuff, which is what you'd normally put in your machine. Or oh my! But uh, one of those packs. What is the point of the challenge? To see how like, long you can. Uh, do it before you biting throw into up? it because people are stupid. People are stupid. Yeah, particularly teenagers on the internet. Yeah. Are now that is a, that is a different kind of stupid. It's a whole different species that's, of stupid. Yes. Than than the clicking the wrong button. It's like oh, that's on the not drop so down bad. List. We have you know, people that are now you know. And it was funny too that you know FEMA did not fire the guy. No, I mean, they they moved him to a place where he where had he no access, no access to any kind of emergency buttons. I mean, as bad as the as the, the they say fallout of the, of the uh-huh. uh you know, I don't think the guy should be fired for that. I mean, that, if it's if it really was just a drop down, I mean, that's like anybody could make that yeah, mistake. Yeah, and, and that was one of the, they said it was you know yes Eight it was morning, a dumb mistake. Give the guy an extra coffee. But you know he'd been there ten you know he, this was not a newbie he'd been there ten years and I'm sure part of it was you know. Just going through the motions. I mean, how many people have like accidentally closed a file that they were trying to save? I mean, I've done that. It's happened. I've so. done that and everything. But um, unbelievable the mess that created. And then apparently the, a very similar thing happened in Japan hmm. just a few days later. They, the same like kind of thing. tsunami warning or N- missile no, warning? No, a missile warning. Really? A missile warning from Korea. And then it ended up being a false alarm, too. So it's like catchy. Huh. And, that's the, and that was around the same time? or was Just that a couple days later. That's suspicious. Yeah. That, that's making it seem like this false alarm was actually not a false alarm, that they were hacked, and they're trying to cover it up. And it took them 30, 38 minutes to figure out where the hack's coming from and to, to make that message instead of just, oops. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. I mean, the odds of that happening in two different countries close to each other. About the times, same thing. And it hasn't happened before. Yeah. That's suspicious. Yeah. That's really suspicious. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, but I, I just can't imagine what it would have been like to be there in, in oh, Hawaii that, and I mean, to get be, that text that on your nerves. phone. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would be beside myself. I mean, and then the, to realize that it was all for mellow Hawaii people and just hanging out. And now you know, they're uptight. Now they're like LA now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, uh, speaking of Hawaii and uh, Michelle, we might as well do our Miles with style thing at this point, right? Sure. Sure. Why not? Let's try it. Aloha! As you know, last week there was no Miles with Styles. The surgery was a success, and thank you at the Ash Holes for the wonderful well wishes and love. 
My daughter and I did some low-key things here in Florida. We visited Gatorland, the Central Florida Zoo, Wonderworks, and the Orlando Science Center. All great places most tourists never get to see. This week, we'll be visiting the Kennedy Space Center and Discovery Cove to swim with dolphins. These are some of the great places to visit in Orlando, especially if you're sick of theme parks or need to be more low-key. I'll be back next week when I'm home in Hawaii. This has been Miles with Styles, and you're listening to The Ash Holes <laughs> on the United Podcast Network. See, that's valuable information for me if I ever go back to Orlando. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is. If you ever go back, those are great places. And I was so pumped when she was there. You know, I, I lived in Orlando for five years when I was in school and, and, and seminary, and I was all excited. You know, go to the Corona uh, cigar company and, mm-hmm. and or uh, uh, cigars on the avenue in Winter Park. I've been to both those places. They're great. It'd be great to do a thing. And I didn't realize that it's just it's just her and Tina, right? And she can't leave her with anybody. They don't know anybody there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so she's not really able to go to any <laughs> cigar shops because places. you know Tina's eleven. So that uh, kind of put things out that way. Yep. Which is too bad because Oliver's been down to Cigars on the Avenue. Oh, He's I'm done sure, some yeah. done some events there for for United and and uh, Byron and Atta Bay, and uh, that would have been cool mm. for another ash hole to go and visit. Honorary ash hole. <laughs> Honorary. Honorary <laughs> ash hole. <laughs> Okay. So, uh, all right. So we'll hear a little bit more from Michelle next week. But, um, you know, as I'm coming up on the the final third of this, um, things haven't changed all that much since the last time we shared things for me that, you know, woodiness, creamy, Mm -hmm. cedar, still very smooth, very balanced, you know, a medium bodied cigar, um, very pleasant, not as much pepper, um, but just a very, very nice smoke. Yeah, it's not a super complex cigar. It's not a whole lot of transitions, but you know, it's the the flavors do kind of trade places as you go along, Mm -hmm. uh, which is enjoyable. Yeah. So, um, what what other cigars have you smoked this week? Uh, I smoked, I've actually gone back to it a couple of times since my first time having it, the Debonair Daybreak. Mm. Uh, Really enjoyable cigar. It was, you know. What do you like about that cigar? I the halfway point is always kind of hits me as reminds me of a vanilla cake. Hmm. So it's got, you know, a lot of creaminess some spice and wood early on. Uh, you know, it's got some pepper. So it's got a little bit of a pepper bite to it. But when you get to that halfway point, it's like there's always this, this one flavor and it just reminds me of vanilla cake. It's probably uh, some oakiness or something or whatever mm. uh, with the creaminess. But it's just pops into my head. Uh, really enjoyable. Uh, price points. Mm, Maybe a little higher than I would shoot for mm-hmm. f- for the experience, but y- you're not you're getting your money's worth at least. So, uh, great cigar, you know, definitely worth trying. The Debonair Daybreak, I think it's their newest release, uh, came out a few months ago. Right, right, yeah, great. I love that cigar myself. Uh, I I smoked. Uh, I went back to the uh, Oscar Habano Toro. Okay. Last week. And it's a uh, beautiful cigar, 6x52. It's um, Honduran. It's got an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. And um, the binder is Honduran. The filler is Honduran and Nicaraguan. And um, just a very smooth, great-looking cigar with a great oily sheen to it. Nice draw. Great straight burn. uh, Nice red pepper and cedar in the retro. And uh, 
coffee, cocoa, cream, oak. Those were all notes that I picked up through it. And Very that has sweet the finish. Candela wrapper, right? On the not the real right, wrapper, but right. The, the, the cigar is wrapped in a in Candela. a Candela wrapper. Do you yeah. notice, like, when I whenever I go to that one, I notice that first like quarter inch, you kind of taste a bit of Candela. Mm. It's just kind of sticks out. And it's like. Mm. Not a fan of that first quarter inch usually, uh, but the rest of the smoke is great. It's got a great complexity. Yeah, I, I, I love I love the way they try and incorporate tobacco into the whole thing. You yeah. know, and wrapping the cigars in in tobacco. Very unique, um, easy to spot. You know, their leaf, the you know, cigar just yep. it looks so unique, and you you peel it and you unwrap it, and um, there's this gorgeous, flawless cigar in the middle of it. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, I've never been disappointed with those. And, you know, I'm told you could you could just cut it and smoke it. Yeah, I don't know if I would. I'm, not, uh, I'm not ever going to go there. You know, it's, that's just not my... I mean, what's going to do? I have no burn. idea what kind of... I, yeah. I'm sure that outside leaf is going to burn weird, and I don't know why you do that. You, know, you can burn the uh, band. You can smoke the band, too, because it's, it's made of... Like a tobacco pulp or something like that. I did not know that. Yeah, so, but I wouldn't recommend it. No, no, no. I'm I'm removing the band too. You know, and the um and the final third. You know, that that red pepper kind of increased and the sweetness left. You know, in the final third, but and it kind of changed to leather and earth and and maybe some. Bitter espresso was the mm. best way I could express it, but that was a really, really nice cigar. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, medium, medium plus. Yep. For strength, great little stick. Yeah. Great little stick. Um, I also got something very special. I, I was given a um, uh, Unico Serie A. Oh, um, <laughs> that's a long smoke. Yeah, it was a very long <laughs> smoke. It was an eight and a half by 50, I think it Gosh, was. I, I don't know if I could set, or not, set aside yeah. enough time to smoke that. And, um, <laughs> you know, just kind of landed in my lap and uh, decided to give it a try. And Landed in your lap, both legs. <laughs> yep, yep. You know, a, a very dark marble chocolate and uh, wrapper with a, a rich oily sheen to it. Um, burned great. You know, earth, chocolate, wood, natural sweetness. You know, as you know, as as far as Drew Estate goes, it's probably the nicest Drew Estate cigar that I've had. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, Drew Estate is they're good cigars. They're good. There's there's not a lot that wows me out of their their line. No. There's nothing against them. No. no. Great construction. I, you know, and you know, people are always talking about the the Ligas and the Nines and the T52s, and I've had those, and yeah. we sell those, and and um, you know, they're good. Yeah. But I don't understand what all the craze is about. There's a lot of hype, and I, I think the hype kind of works against it because you expect, oh, so many people are talking about these all the time. So many mm-hmm. people are huge fans. You expect something to really deliver, and it's always like, oh, it's good. It's like maybe if there wasn't so much hype, I would appreciate it more. Right. But yeah, that just the price point hits me too on the legal line. You know, when you're paying 15, 16, 17 yeah, bucks for a you, stick, really you kind deliver. of expect to be wowed. Yeah, you hit the $15 point and then it's at least around here, mm-hmm. $15, then you really want it to deliver. So, right. yeah, it should be better than good. Yeah. Yeah, so I was I was pleasantly surprised cuz I have not had a whole lot of their stuff that I enjoyed. Uh, this was this was a pretty good stick. You know, good to hear. Anything else you've uh, gotten to smoke this week? No, I mean, I haven't been smoking a whole lot, actually. It's no, why not? Just been running around a lot, getting a lot of work done. And, you know, I, I do some book work, and it's just doesn't, it's not conducive to smoking a lot of cigars at certain times of the year. Now, yeah, now that's true. And it has been un, 
earthly cold here in the, you yeah. know, we expect cold in the winter, mm-hmm. you know, here in New England. But, you know, five days into winter, it was like negative nine. Yep. <laughs> that was a little much for, yeah, that's, of a that's transition too much for me. Yeah. You know, but, you know, I, I'm able to smoke it in one room in my house. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a, and I've talked about it before, we have a, a sitting room. It used to be the, my house is two and a half centuries old. And this was the original kitchen in the house. So it has one of these huge fireplaces mm. that's a, and it's got a very high mantle and everything well, and so you can sit right the there day, so. <laughs> you can sit right there and smoke and the smoke just goes right out the chimney which is really nice now you know i i have seen you know there are people sitting outside with heaters heating blankets you know electric gloves trying to sit outside in 18 degree weather smoking yeah, a cigar i've just never been into that is that one of the reasons you're not smoking much is just because it's been so cold yeah i mean just are you able to more, smoke inside more busyness. no no I, well i, I I mean, I'll, I'll come by here this, and smoke in the studio here okay. and have a coffee or sit in the lounge downstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the cold, if it's below 30, I mean, that's really, I'm not going to be out there. You know, if, it, yeah. if, it, if it's 30 or above, I'll smoke in my car. I'm driving a lo- around. Mm-hmm. Not so bad. Um, but, yeah, you get too cold. If your fingers are hurting, it's, you're wasting your time. It's, yeah. it's ruining the experience because you're not even going to appreciate the cigar. I mean, unless you are, it's something you already know really well, you know you like it, it's going to make the experience worse, and you're going to not like the cigar as much. So. Right. Well, I, th- I think the cold impacts, you know, your not yeah. only your experience, but the, the Burn temperature, in, in uh, the amount of humidity in the air. It's going to be very dry air, typically. Yeah. Uh, and so that's it's just not going to treat your cigar yeah, very well. I don't, I don't get as much out of, out of the cigar when it's that cold. So I mm-hmm. just, I, you know, if, it's, if, it's, if I cannot sit outside, you know, and I can be bundled up, mm-hmm. you know, I can, you know, be, you know, got your coat or blanket or whatever, sitting around a fire. But if that is not, if that doesn't do it, I'm not going to smoke outside. Yeah, it's supposed to be in the 40s, I think, next week. And I'm probably yeah, going to be that could out be, there. That could be fine. Bundled up a little bit, having scars, but... Very cool. So what's what's your final verdict on this, Aaron? I give it a thumbs up. I mean, it was a regular rotation for me for a while mm-hmm. until it kind of went out of stock. Um, you know, it's a solid. You can take it and go. You know, you don't have to focus too much. It's not one of these, like, I don't want to say it's not, like, luxury. I mean, all cigars are a luxury. Mm-hmm. But it's not one of those where you, you get to, like, really focus to, to pull out the flavors. The, the flavors are going to hit you, and you're going to enjoy them right off the bat. Uh, you can it it holds up to some you know some wind and some different conditions. I've, I've been out stringing Christmas lights with these and it's done fine. <laughs> so. Snow blowing. Yeah, it's kind of like a, it's a good working cigar. You know, like a, a yard <laughs> yard gar, whatever people are calling them nowadays. Mm. <laughs> you know. Well, it gets a big solid thumbs up from from Pastor Padron. A great burn. Never had to retouch or relight it or anything. Um, you know, it, it isn't a, an overly complex cigar, but it is, you know, it's got some some complexity to it. Yeah. And there have been some changes going through the cigars, as we've noted. Yeah. And, um, and the amount of enjoyment you get out of it at the price point is... It's great. It's above. It's above its, its price point. So I don't it's like, think. Hey. Yeah, I don't think any of the the cigars in the line are over ten dollars. Yeah. It's all under that, and just a fantastic cigar for that price, and just very very enjoyable. If you like a good solid medium cigar, uh, or if you are a, a mild smoker, maybe you want to try something that has a little bit more strength to it. But isn't a huge jump for you. This is a great cigar to try. Um, Just a wonderful smoke. It's going great with the coffee that I'm having Mm -hmm. here. Um, 
I could enjoy this just about any time of day, too. It could be a great cigar first in the morning, yeah. last at night. It's got enough complexity to it to go with a nice scotch or oh, something. Oh, it'd be really great with some pancakes with maple syrup. Ooh. Oh, there you go. Ooh, now you're giving me a hank run. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, next week, we're going to be smoking the Perla Del Mar GT Maduro. So go to your local brick and mortar, pick one of those up so that you can smoke with us next week. If your local shop doesn't have them in, ask them to get them. And if they can't or won't, you can always go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. And make sure that you have one for next week so you can smoke with us. You've been listening to the Ash Holes Unfiltered Cigar Radio, broadcasting from the Sereno Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And you can download this and any other episodes you may have missed at iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Ash Holes and on Instagram at Ash Holes Radio. We'll see you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.